All right, let's get <laughs> into it. Um, let's get into it. <laughs> is this we're starting? Yeah. Now. And we've already begun. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was gonna do a different thing. <laughs> Are we now starting? We already did start. When? <laughs> Some time ago. It's up to the producer. Let it be up to him. Like I love apple juice, I think it's delicious. Ow. Like I love apple juice, I think it's delicious. Ow. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid. Apple juice. Apple juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. We were going to do it and then he didn't do it. Oh, I thought you were. You thought I was going to. And Big Boy. That's what I thought was going to happen. I like the present. Vivid apple juice. Um, you make it. You make the British person kind of annoying. The British person. Oh, is annoying, but that's beside the point. Okay, if you could go back to any time in history, when would you go back to? I'm sorry. When would you visit? That implies you get to come back to. Should now. I act like I didn't answer this earlier? No, you can answer it as you answered it earlier. Well, because I'm first thinking about this for the first time as I ever thought about it in my life. <laughs> He he gave the look to you couldn't see, um, but it's just imagine it. Here's, imagine him. Here's the look. He cocked his head a little bit. He opened his eyes five extra percent, and he did a little tiny smirk. So As when- a white man, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I can go to whenever. Yeah, because I said earlier when I have never heard this question before. So right now, this is the first time I'm thinking my of face it. Red. It feels hot. You're like probably ill because you're like not feeling well today. I mean, I feel fine now. Just my face feels hot. Your face is normal color mm. in coloration. Um, yeah, I. It's a difficult question to answer as a woman, even though I'm. Very lucky to be a white woman. So that, I mean, that's a little better. But, like, there's not a lot of good times in history for women. Yeah. So it's difficult. And then I said, when did you say? You didn't. You just said as a white man, and then we diverted. Yeah, that's true. Two roads diverged in Yellowwood. Um, they're actually the same. Um, yeah, as a, white, as a white man, I can go to whenever, which is pretty cool. Um... So that's great. When would I go to? You're going to yawn or sneeze? Neither. I just wanted to make a fun face. Oh. Um, I would say, when would I go to? Maybe Rome. Like, when? during the during the time. The Rome time. <laughs> the, you know, there's still a Rome now. I know, but So when for Rome? Yeah, but that's not... Who even knows when that painting's We're from? We're not sure. Um, I don't even know what that painting's called. It's not on there. Oh, I thought this was someone's. No, it's just. I thought it was someone's writing, but for sure it's just squiggles. Rome um, times of when? Like when it was popping. Like. Like when Rome was popping. Like. What even? What even are you I'm doing? Trying to ch- are you trying to look it up? No, I'm trying to charge my phone. I know when. Um, I would say. Like, I would say. Like a little after Caesar. Why? Because like during Caesar is a little too much for me. It's but really like, intense times. Like I would say a little before, like when it's really popping, but like he's still a general. Do you know what I mean? 
or like a little bit after like maybe the augustus guy that time sounds pretty cool before the visigoths and you think that you would do well during this time or you would just like to visit it and then come home well i would be a foot taller than all the other people so that would be cool <laughs> yeah people would think that you were you'd be like the size of andre the giant for people now yeah you'd be the andre the giant of ancient rome which i'm i'm about you could have been written in the fall of rome yeah i would they would just call me the giant yeah, or this cat really wants up here. Or they um, call you. Um, I don't know. I don't have a fun name. Um, but yeah, that's the time I think. I think that would be cool. Um, well, it's he cat bailed. Really tried to get up here, but he said no. Nah. He bailed. Um, yeah, he bailed. But but he's chilling now. Yeah, I think um, it would be interesting. To also like, I wouldn't want to be a part of it because I would be murdered. But because, but Mongols, like it's an interesting time because of the yeah, we talk connection we between talk and China and Rome and China hadn't been connected um, in a direct sense since. It's basically like if Westeros that. got invaded by ch- the Chinese. You know what I mean? It's like this area that's like, ooh, there's Who's the, the whole. Chine- Do you mean Chinese people? Yeah. Um, oh, it's like if it's like if Game of Thrones is like you've got this whole world and it's Game of Thrones, but then like you know at the end how Arya is on the boat, yeah, and then when she gets there, it's just like all Chinese people. That's what it's like. And then the Chinese people are like, oh, I'm gonna build a road to your house. Yeah, it's like that. And on the way to the road, they just rape everyone. Yeah, except, yeah, I was going to say a lot of murder. Um, like Murder, pir- pillage, like rape. pyramids made of skulls. That was a thing. Yeah, I don't want to go to that time. Yeah. I'm not trying to be any kind of way. Um, I There's not a lot of good times for women when uh, I maybe we talked about this um, and I had to ask you but for timelines. But like I would either want to go to... Like a similar Grecian time because thick women were like in and also you could just wear like, like just flowy sheer materials and like lay on fainting couches outside and fucking that was it. Um, I'm sure that's not the real, No, I'd be really low class. So I'd be like throwing people's shit buckets out into the streets. Like that's the reality, but like whatever. Um, Or... Go way, 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 way back and do like the, when did we say? 1500 BC? 15,000 BC. Oh, yeah. And it would be like hunter gatherers and I'd be like a gatherer, but like I'm also really strong and I'd be like like, the midwife of the village. That's a round number because that's like the dawn of society or civilization. So it's hard to say when specifically. I mean. Yeah. If you guys have seen True Blood, it's like. When the very first, it's like when Lilith made the second vampire who just happened to be a member of the royalty of the Fae's. It's like around that time. If you, I'm also really glad I stopped watching this show. Please, no, please. I would really like you to finish it because it gets everything real you just ridiculous. said makes me not want to watch it. No, you should watch it. Speaking of that. No, but wait, no, let me tell you before we, but let me tell you, okay? Because you'll never watch this. I I could talk at you about it forever and I could beg and beg and beg and beg and beg you and you're not going to do it. Yeah. 
I may be well. You're not going to finish I may, this. I may be well. I don't know if I can some, like... I maybe will see it. I don't know if I can do that, but like, okay, so where did you... What's the last thing you saw? And I'm just going to be as quick as possible. I don't remember. Oh. Oh. He only got to like season two, right? Season two, two. I think you got to two, two. Yeah. In True Blood, which... Had you even met the main ad yet? What? Okay. So... The main ed? No, Who's main ad. Ma- main ad. Main ad. Which that's like an ancient... That, that's a thing. Fucking... I don't understand what the main ad is. Um, that's, that's a person? No, that's... Well, yes, but it's also... It, that's a creature that's like in mythology. Like more than just in the show. You know what I mean? What like is that? The word main ad is, is a creature in mythology. Um, but let me see. Okay, so, you know, we, we have talked about doing this and I really would like to. Maybe we can put that on our project list, you know, on projects for you and me to do. Yeah. Um, because I really think that's fun. Mm-hmm. To do the thing we talked about, which is basically taking TV shows that either one or both of us have watched. Because one is fine, too. Like, you've seen um, Dean and Sam. Sam? Did I get that right? Yeah. I got that right. It's called Supernatural. Get into it. You've seen that, and I haven't, but, like, that would still be a good one to do. Yeah, you know but what it's I mean? 15 seasons. No, I know, but you know what I'm talking about. We, My idea is that we just basically, like, outline shows with no more. It's not like a paragraph for each season. Not even that much. It's just, like... You know, my example would be Dexter because, like, I've seen it so many times or, like, um, True Blood is, you know, one Mm -hmm. that we've seen a lot where you do, like, or even, like, Gilmore Girls, you just do, like, season one and then for Dexter it would be who his, like, arch person, who is, like, who he's going up against the main person. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the whole season. It's, like, you could boil down a whole season of, I don't know if you can do that to Supernatural, but I'm sure you can. boil the, Or like, same thing with Vampire Diaries. You could boil the season down to like, oh, one season is the originals and the one season is the cure. You know what I mean? Whatever. Those are examples. Yeah, Those aren't accurate, but like. So good. That um, TV show. No, but I really want to I do wish they had lot. more of it, but I mean, they ran out. I mean, they ran through all their stuff so fast. <sighs> okay, hold on. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of how it ended, but like, I think it's. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I'm really, like, consolidating everything I'm going to tell you. But basically, season two of True Blood is this. So I'm going to bastardize this also. So there's these there are these creatures called maenads that are... Sucking people dry? No, they're dis- descendants is not the right word. They are um, ethereal creatures like for like eternal creatures that kind of can re-manifest over and over again or whatever um in whatever you know form as huh like fox no it's like i don't know how to describe so basically it's this entity that is a avatar i don't know it's uh, a creature or like an entity. You're getting so frustrated. It's I know because funny. I'm just trying. I don't know the examples you're using, and I just want to describe it to you. So it's uh, so in the show, it's a person, um, but whatever who uh, believes that the the deities of ancient times, um, Dionysus, whatever, like the old gods, Greek, Greek the gods? old gods. Yeah, yeah, they believe them to be real. Okay. These creatures or these, you know, eternal beings. And basically, um, they search their entire lives, which is forever, um, for a way to meet them, 
to be go and be with the gods. So they're kind of like demigods, but demigods, they're not part of the gods. They're just, they want to be. So they've like wish or like willed just themselves the to be eternal. Episode, it's all Greek to me. Because we've talked about ancient Greece or Rome <laughs> like so 17 sorry. times. Um, well, it's not all going to be. Anyway, um, so yeah, she so she basically wants, she's, a, 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 I'm going to say demigod, that's not the right word, for, for, term, whatever, for Dionysus. And she, that's her entire goal or whatever, is to offer herself up to him as as his concubine or wife or whatever, and to get him to come down. And so the whole season is basically like, her ruining the fucking town in order to, you know what I mean? Because she has powers. So in order to get, achieve her goal, she's basically like fucking ruining everything. And also, um, it get, I mean, it's intricate, but whatever. Um, and then Sookie, um, goes to Dallas to try and help Eric, who's the sheriff of area nine, try to find his maker. Who's like one of the oldest vampires, and he's a sheriff in Texas. And so they go from Louisiana to Texas to try and find him. But they run into trouble because basically he's been kidnapped by like an by like a what is that Baptist church that like hates everyone? And like, you I know forget, what I'm talking yeah, about? I forget the name of it. Yeah, it's like that. But they hate fangs like God hates fangs and all that mm-hmm. for like true blood for you, whatever. Um, and so that's the season two. And then hold on, I'm going to do the. I won't do all of them because that's bananas, but I'm going to do a couple. Um, um, uh, you know, this coach, Steve. Oh God. And at some point, at some point, yeah, so much. I can't do this at some point. Um, I'll just watch it. It's fine. I feel like you won't. That's fine. It t- okay, so I can't take you there verbally because it would take this entire episode for me to do because and short-winded. And I think our viewers would really like to hear that. <laughs> short-winded is not something I do well. But um, I'm going to skip a bunch in the middle. But basically, okay, in a very basic way, all of the seasons of True Blood are this. Um, Sookie and Bill are ma- meant for each other, but they're always bad for each other. I feel like that's the plot of every show ever. Um, They're meant to be together, but everything's always wrong when they are. You know what I mean? Um, And so they're always on and off. Um, Eric is in love with Sookie, but he's really bad and she's really good. And um, there is a secret underground um, hierarchy to vampires and... Um, basically it gets all kinds of fucked up and they discover that Lilith from the Bible is the first vampire and is, was real. And by like doing these rituals, they can like bring her back and like have hallucinations of her. And so Bill becomes like Lilith reincarnate and like, it's crazy. And then Sookie is like the descendant of the, of, of fairies, but, like, fairies aren't what we think as fairies. They're, like, also, like, kind of... They used to be good, but now they're, like, a little bit bad and weird. And she's, like, the descendant of the um, royal fairies or whatever. And then she finds out that Lilith made the first... vamp, The second vampire after her was one of... Th- this fairy from a long time ago and 
that fairy who is the uh, he's a he's a fae king but he's also a van- one of the oldest vampires ever and he made a contract with Sookie's ancestors for her ha- for their first female fae heir to be his or whatever and he's been waiting like thousands of years for this for like two, th- two and a half thousand years to basically wait for this family to have a female fae heir and Sookie is it and so he's like trying to have her or whatever and at first she's like I'm so in love with you and so they totally do it but then he's like oh no but I'm gonna have you and you're gonna do what I want and she's like huh I'm a strong independent woman and I don't want to be a vampire just yet and he's like yeah you don't have a choice and then that happens it's really good <laughs> you should watch it you just told me the whole show I didn't. There's so much I left out. I literally skipped the whole middle. Well, if you know the end, then why would you watch it? That's not the end. Okay. That's the second to last season. That's not even the last season. Uh, Watch it. Okay. There are a lot of words that I'm not used to within um, the usual lore that you said, but um, I'll take it. It's good. You'd hate it because of the... Kill, when they die, they go. I don't know why that that irritates me it so really much. Bother, it's the only thing that makes you not watch it. And also, like, they look weird because, like, early 2000s or whatever. Well, and also, um, you have in your head an image of what the standard Americanized Hollywood version of a vampire should be, including, like, all of their little nuances. And it's, I mean, you could, I took, like, I have a master's degree. Gong. And uh, anyway, when I studied abroad, I did take a class called Vampires and Virgins, and we literally like, you know, this cat's gonna break into your bookshelf. We um, just fully gonna climb right into your bookshelf. We tracked vampires all the way back through text and film, and we kind of tracked all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like in which text, sure. like where do certain things come from? Why are, you know, how did things develop? Where did the mirror thing come from? Where the garlic thing come from? Where the light thing come Like, you know, we tracked all of those little... And I think that... I, I feel... That you have a certain image of what a vampire is and, like, all... Like, their powers or their strengths and their weaknesses. Yeah. And I feel like because the True Bloods Vampires differs from that, it bothers you greatly. Like, too much to enjoy the show. And that makes me sad. I don't know why it grinds my gears so much, but, like... I don't want to be any kind of way, but like how, like how at, like is something that can only do something at night? Like, how are you accomplishing anything? Well, you could say the same thing for Vampire Diaries. They can come out in the day. Yeah, that's so stupid. I think that's the dumbest. No, I think it's interesting because they made a plot device that allows them to utilize characters in more settings. Well, but that's the whole point of True Blood is that. Not to quote us earlier, talking about how something very dumb that no one cares about at all is all all of a sudden somehow like translated into something intelligent. But like True Blood is a commentary. It's not it's obviously not about whatever. I mean, it's about race. It's about social class. It's about all that stuff. I mean, that like it's so we watched the first episode. It's so blatant. Sure. With like God hates fangs. I mean, it's so on the nose, but they do it well. You know what I mean? And they do it well enough. And the whole thing is like coming out of the coffin versus coming out of the closet. You could draw so many parallels to all of the kind of. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that it was attempting to. It The point of it. I don't know if Charlene Harris, who's the author of the books, 
of True Blood. Um, and they're not called True Blood. They're called the Sookie Stackhouse series. But I don't know if Charlene Harris meant all of that, you know, or if we just, after having been um, filmed and made into a television show, we we put that on it. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, or how much they've changed from and adapted her versions of things. Oh, a lot. By the end. The first... Uh, to my knowledge, the first about like thirty percent of the you know books to screen is medium accurate, and then the last is just like just deviations away, just like yeah. crazy deviations. Um, but point being, they're attempting to do something different. That Va- Vampire Diaries, I feel like, is very clearly attempting to um, appeal to the teeny boppers who want to see um, young people quiver at one another. That's the whole thing. No, but I just how I don't long know, can we get teeny boppers to quiver at one another? Eight seasons. Eight seasons is the answer. Um, how long did they get um, the the social dilemma vampire illusion series? <laughs> Seven seasons. Okay, so I think we know the answer. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like what you just did. I don't like that. Weird. No, no, <laughs> no. One. One was on CW and the other one's on HBO. HBO is a premium subscription channel that people either had to pay for specifically for one or another show. And then once you had it, you might come to the other. Also, the demographic is totally different. True Blood is adult in content. Vampire Diaries is difficult to watch if you have a high enough IQ or if you're not very bored. The originals was better, in my opinion. I didn't see it. I know. I cannot comment. Um, no, comment. yeah, I mean, it's not about, I mean, Vampire Diaries specifically is about like the t- teenagers. I mean, except for Quivering. those that aren't, but I mean, all of the originals are adults. What's Rebecca's an adult? Rebecca's like the youngest, right? Yeah. And how and old is she? Like 18. 18. Yeah. So like barely, barely. Yeah. But they definitely, I mean, they, they age them. I mean, they are older, so they age them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but does is the show adult in content? It can't be. It's on the fucking CW. By adult in content, you just mean sexual. Or about adult issues. I mean, or they more have a, adult they ta- issues. Yeah, they. Ta- I, mean? I mean, it's not who loves whoever all the time. Right. Like I'm. Not, I mean, obviously, with the originals, they're the oldest vampires. They're the original vampires. They're not going to be like. How are we gonna pay our bills this month, guys? It's not a sitcom, and I no, understand they ha- that. They but have, like adult, they issues. dive into their family dynamics more. There's a little bit about, I think, like mental illness as well. Um, and like, yeah, did upbringing. that one die? Finn didn't he die? In in the vampire, vampire Diaries. Diaries. Yeah, yeah, he fully deft. He didn't like come back or something. You'll have to watch the. Original. I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna say. Because then they had an, an, the other spinoff about the children, and that's more teeny bopper than the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, it's basically the Vampire Diaries is in the middle, and then you have the child spinoff. Yeah, and then but you have the, the main char- the main character Hope is pretty cool. Ugh, ack. She's okay, a, but she's a tribrid. I don't know what that means. She's a werewolf vampire human, witch. There you go. Vampire werewolf witch. Yeah. I'm I think exhausted by I'm this. interested to see because they she hasn't activated her fourth which is human? No. No. What original. is it? Oh. Because she's Whose child? Klaus and Didn't they have a boy? No. 
Klaus and that one girl who he fucked while he went, he was trying to go get the were- werewolves, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. Because she's trash. That girl was trash. Well, no, but in the other It was series, the witch girl, right? No. She's a werewolf. That's what I'm thinking. But she... L- she was in H2O with the mermaids. Yeah. That, she, the, the dark of skin. Not 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 black. She's not no, black. No, 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 no. No, no, Like tan. She looks yeah, like... a little bit. Not she's Hawaiian, dark hair, but like... Yeah, she has dark hair, darker skin a little bit. Like not super white, white, but... I think I'm thinking of the right person. And he impregnated her. Yeah. How? Because... Hey, you've been dead for thousands of years. How does your semen work? Because he is the original hybrid. So half of... So his werewolf half allowed that to happen because they unbound that half. So that's how that happened. Because that was so the, none of the vampires have a, have uh, working semen. No, they can't have the babies. No. Every time we record, the cat gets very excited. active. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he wants attention? Is that no? I think he's like. This is what I really think. This is my true opinion about it. I think that when I'm not here. He fully is just lazy and right, like sitting on the bed, like just sleep. Because when every mm-hmm. time I get home, he's all, you mm-hmm. know, I just woke up and look how, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just, oh, I'll pet. And then when I go to bed, for sure, same, right? So I think anytime that I'm active or like not in my bed and not gone from the premises, he's like, oh, is going on. You know what I mean? Like this is the time to do the things. I think he believes this is work time. And his work is play with that ball, son. Mm, I see what you're saying. So like you guys are getting into it. I gotta go to work as well. There's this string. <laughs> yeah, because like every time I come home, like my cat just groggily squints open and like looks around a little looks bit about. And I'm like, hey, how are you? And she's just, you haven't seen what I've seen. <laughs> I don't know why she's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I don't know why she's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. They said it would take twelve years, a hundred years, whatever it is, to get out of that cell, to get out of this here prison. Yeah. What is it? What is the I, line? Hundred, maybe a hundred. They said it would take a man a hundred years to get out of this here prison. Yeah, but that's I don't know. That's like not Morgan Freeman. That's like like a newspaper journalist from the twenties. I know who's like a little bit depressed, like he's not on his ludes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Said I would but take a like, man a hundred years to get all this. It was for sure. Yeah. Let me take that down. Yeah. But that's how I imagine his voice in the whole <laughs> movie, though. <laughs> um. What else are you watching? Uh. Right now, I started like, watching Shit's Creek. D- you did. Mm-hmm. And do you like it? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Sometimes it's a little like because it's like I understand it's like hopeful or whatever. Because I mean it is. But also sometimes I'm like, this is a little like, uh. It's interesting that you, that that's what you chose to start. I don't know why. Because for, because what I started. I had already started it. You had. I started it before and then I stopped watching it. Well, what I mean is like, I guess it's, it's interesting because they build everyone's feeds differently. You know, algorithms and mm-hmm. all that. We're all, all, all of our home Netflixes are going to be different. And I don't know how that. Because you like true crime stuff. Do you not watch true crime stuff on Netflix not specifically? So much. Okay. Well, I, not that mine is like a bunch of true crime, but it's a little bit. I watch bit. a lot more YouTube stuff than I do of any oh. other shit. Spe- Streaming platform. Well, 
I mean, I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, which I know that most of the listeners know because I've already talked about that, I believe. In addition to rewatching Gilmore Girls, I, I don't know how I re-sparked my curiosity about Scientology. Yeah, I know. It's kind of interesting. That, but I that something that re-sparked happens. my interest because, as you know, my memory's not great. So, like, I don't know what that is either. Maybe that's an, an issue for another time. I'm just looking at something. Have no fear. Okay, thank you. That's the words. I oh needed. no, I just have wanted, no fear is the I, words I needed. I just wanted to. I just wanted to look to see what time we're at, just to I don't know for curiosity's see. sake. Yeah, because um, it's been telling me what measure we're in because it, it, Garage Band, and I'm, I'm that's not helpful to me. Measure nine hundred thirty-seven. Ooh, get into it. If if you're keeping track of our measures, minute song or something. It's a 30, 31 minutes we're yeah, at right now. Twice. Um, um, yeah, I don't know what sparked my re, my newfound interest in Scientology, and my memory's really bad, and I that's, as I said, an issue for another time. But um, I've already seen Going Clear, which is the HBO documentary about Scientology, which I just rewatched yesterday, and it's just so interesting. And you don't know a lot about Scientology. No, I feel I know medium. I know about Lord Zenu. What else do you know? A lot of famous people are in it. Um, it's like uh, super not great. You have different <laughs> levels. You have to like do different things to get to different levels. You can like only certain things are acceptable within like the society. What I think is crazy. Like John Travolta had to like give up his son because of his um, mental. Because, yeah. Mental ill, not illness. Not illness um, um, what is it? Um, uh, you know, not me. He is. I'd fuck it up. Um, neurodivergent. Not in the not in the uh, YA version. Sense, yeah. um, but, but I'm just trying to use the correct terms. I think that's the I most think that's up to date. Mo- yeah. Vernacular for neurodivergent. For on the spectrum of some kind yeah. or like a, a mental disability, which at yeah, some point I mean, in the could, history hand, of like or hand, handicap, right? Which mentally like handicapped, yeah. MHMR, yeah, yeah. Which I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore. But I don't you're know. not supposed to say any of the things I've said. That's why I wanted you to say it because I don't know what the yeah, correct things are. I think are neurodivergent anymore. is accurate. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, yeah. I mean, those things are all true. I th- what I think is interesting, like if you bo- so I even wrote down because I took notes while I was watching this documentary because there's one specific guy whose name I Lawrence Wright. In my head, I finished it with Fishburne. No, Lawrence Wright, um, who was really interesting to me. He's not a Scientologist. He was he's an author and a researcher who wrote a he well he wrote a book about Scientology, but he also he's written a lot of books about. I mean, I think at the top of the documentary they kind of talked about him. Being kind of a, what would you call that? Not, not religion specialist, but like a specialist in... A theologist? Yeah, but also like he's written a book about um, Jonestown and like cults and, you know, any belief system. Outside, I mean, outside of theology too, because it doesn't, you know, cults in, included or like, like Timothy Leary. Or like, interested, but he's written all kinds of books about these systems. He'll, he'll, he does like years of deep research into one, you know, whatever, and just finds as much as he can and then writes these books. And I thought that was fascinating. Like his job. I think that's sure. really cool. Um, and everything that he was saying led me to believe that he like knew his shit. He did a lot of good research, but um, 
I think that the sociological part of looking at like theology is interesting, specifically like when you're thinking about Scientology or whatever, I think it's interesting to me. I mean, the man was crazy. LRH was insane. I mean, you can. What's LRH? L. Ron Hubbard. Oh. Was the the founder of Scientology? Oh yeah. Do you know the story? Should I give the they, Should I give the most brief version? They of play it? on it in Parks and Rec, right? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, but I'm going to do it for the audience anyway. Sure. Um. So in a in the most boiled down version that I can give as a person who doesn't know a lot, that's Let's my disclaimer. Let's not boil it down in the ten minute. Uh, true blood way. Thank you. You're so nice. You love me so much. You're deeply caring. I think so. I'm going to do my best here. Um, so basically, there was a man called L, um, L. Ron Hubbard who was in the Navy and who was... I thought, uh, can I pause here? Sure. I thought his name was L. Ron. Like E-L-R-O-N. No, it's L. L period, period. Ron. What's the L? Larry? I have no La- idea. Lawrence? What's it, the, what is Larry short for? Larry is short for Lawrence, but I don't think his first name is Lawrence, but I could be wrong about that. But even in, in all of the text, in everything, it's... Can I ask... Um, yeah, sure. Oh, I'm just going to trigger everyone. Hey, Siri, what is L. Ron Hubbard's first name? I found Lafayette and Ronald. His first name is Lafayette. So L. Ron it's Hubbard... It's a pretty solid first name. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, he was um sorry that your cars are all freaking out now. Hey there. Hey. He was in uh the Navy. He was just kind of this wild person who lied a lot. And I, I psychological studies could be done about this man. I just from having watched video clips from this documentary and from another documentary about Scientology that I watched, having no background in psychology whatsoever. I think that this man was probably, I mean, he definitely had some mental health stuff going on, but he was absolutely a compulsive liar if that wasn't attached to something much bigger, like a, like, I don't want to say schizophrenia, but like, is that what it is when you have, um, elevated sense of self-reality? Like, yeah, um, I mean, self grandeur yeah, doesn't have to just be voices. It can be, yeah, delusions of grandeur is another yeah. part of it. But I feel I mean, that that could most common. I mean, it's not. I you usually have a spectrum of symptoms if you have schizophrenia. I feel but, like it might have been that schizophrenia. I I feel yeah. Just from I mean, having you watched do, these, that videos. is a part of it. Like I talk. Well, sometimes they're connected. Like on the phone the other day, I was talking to the president, and he said, "I'm the best citizen." He gave me best citizen award or something like that. A delusion of grandeur. Well, and and then sometimes they're and I know that that's not always the case with people who have delusions of grandeur. They don't have to have like they could have like, you know, what is that? It's not. um, uh, It's not multiple personality disorders. It's a personality disorder where um, the connection between other you and other people is severed, like something's wrong in. With your ability to make connections um, with other people. I don't remember what it's... Uh, borderline personality disorder. That's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, so I know it could be that too. But it, he's very clearly... Something's wrong with him, right? But basically, yeah. he... You're correct. They do a bit of this. And they do a bit during an episode of Parks and Rec. But basically, he's a man who um, created his uh, notoriety from writing... He actually holds currently, 
He holds the Guinness Book of World Records record for the most published books ever written. He's published thousands of books, all of them science fiction. Um, his most popular book and the book that Scientology is based on, Scientology, the religion, is based on. It's called Dianetics, which was a book and Dianetics. And then it's like it has a subtitle and its subtitle is like a textbook. Like that's a delusion of grandeur. He believes that having no background in education, that he wrote a textbook on mental health and mental wellness. That's crazy. But anyway, like thousands of actual books. Yes. He's published, and they're all like science fiction as in, and most of his, like the majority of the science fiction books he published had to do with man reaching space, man going to other planets, man inhabiting other planets, man meeting aliens, man whatever, right? Most of them, like 80% of his books, his science fiction books are about um, space or going to space or spacecrafts or whatever. Um, he's current world record holder for, for most books published. Is he dead? He's dead. Now, it's crazy the way he died. Um, just p- pause where I was in the story. Um, he he was, toward the end, very paranoid about losing his power and, and losing, which he had amassed a lot of by the time he died, which I believe was in the, I want to say 70s. I want to say it was like 74. I could be wrong about that date, but I, around there, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but he it was crazy, but they had this huge... Um, they had a convention for Scientology. It's like a the national meeting or whatever once a year, you know, like anything, like any other organization would have like a meeting at a big um, hotel or whatever for. But it was like it looked like the Oscars, but on steroids. It looked, you know, I mean, it was all it, it looked very like Nazi-esque, you know, it was like the mm-hmm. biggest stage and like all these huge gold. Th- it was very weird. And the current leader, um I don't even want to say his name because of how creepy Scientology is. So look it up. If you know things about Scientology, then you know it's super creepy. And I'm probably getting on 10 lists right now. But that's it is what it is. Don't put um, producer side note. Don't put um, Scientology in the description or anywhere in the description for this. And maybe they won't find it. I don't know how flagging works for the Internet. But anyway, do you think that they care about this? A hundred percent. I think they do. And I know that you think I'm crazy for that. Probably all the listeners are like, this girl's wackadoodle. And you can all believe that. That's fine. But it's still scary to me. And like, it's fine. Hey, I'm fine with you thinking I'm a wackadoodle. It's fine. This hits me. Come at me. I'll take it. Okay. That's him and not me. I just want. uh, Anyway. So his death. So come at me. I hear you. And can we move on? It's making me uncomfortable. Why? Because you don't understand. I don't, you don't care. Un- I know you don't, but I do. Do it. Does that does that matter? I care. Let's just can we? Thank you. Well, okay. Specifically, come at me, not Al, but come at me. Okay, but anyway, try me. So um, try me, bitch. So yes, yeah, you're correct in saying that there were levels, right? But the top yeah. the top level is called going clear, right? Um, one of the criticisms of this system even from people within the system, is that once you've hit the highest level, which is OT8, which is going, which is clear, I'm clear. Even once you've hit that, which means clear, I don't want to get into it, but it means you have no thetans, which, so, <laughs> the, the quickest version of this that I can possibly say is that the this um, belief system is that um, there, was an, there was a planet full of, of people that had an evil overlord and that evil overlord decided that the planet 
was overpopulated, and his solution to overpopulation of Is that this planet. Lord Zenu, the yes, the this, guy that lives in the center of the, the planet. No. It's Lord Xenu, but he doesn't live in the center of the planet. He lives on another planet, and he is the wicked overlord of this other planet full of humanoid people that's not dissimilar to our humans and not dissimilar to our society in 1950s, okay? And there's an overpopulation issue, and he decides as the overlord that the way to solve the overpopulation issue is to inject the bad humans, the worst ones, pick half, half of the population, pick all the, the worst ones, you know, Take two, pick the worst of the two. The worst of the two gets an injection of some chemical that freezes their bodies. And then they go up into planes that fly them off of the planet to this planet, Earth. So these planes are flying from another planet to our planet, Earth, which has not been inhabited yet at all. And these planes drop these frozen evil people into volcanoes. And then... And then they A-bomb, the atomic bomb, the volcanoes, so that the evil people who are frozen in the volcanoes can't reanimate. So they A-bomb the volcanoes on Earth. That's the first people, okay? But what, what they believe happened was when Earth populated with human beings, I don't know if they believe in evolution, but when Earth had the, had the humans, what they believe is that after the A-bombs hit all the frozen people inside the volcanoes on this planet, what happened to their souls and their spirits was that they were huh, relieved from their frozen bodies and they're just floating around in our atmosphere waiting for a host. And every time a human is born on this planet, on Earth, that human is infested with the evil souls of the people from the frozen uh, bodies from another planet and that those souls are called Thetans. And so every time a human is born, maybe you only get one Thetan inside you maybe you get a thousand thetans inside you maybe you get one inside you and four billion of them on you right and so what they believe is that through their religion and through um uh, can can someone i don't want to be any kind of will someone make a tv series like about this because <laughs> so like this is an interesting science fiction <laughs> thing i think yeah, he banked on that. He bankrolled his life on the fact that this was an interesting like, science not, fiction like, novel. Like, I don't want to be any kind of, but like, make a TV show. So okay, so like then, if they made if they made Stargate interesting, <laughs> so listen, so, they can make this an interesting. So then, TV what show. happens is they believe that the humans in in the world now all have we all have thetans, and that through um, using these uh, electrical meters, electrometers, which is it's a one, it's thirty percent of a lie detector test. Basically, it's two metal spheres that you hold in your hands. You hook electrodes to the spheres. They go through to a machine. All it is is reading your electrical output. And they believe that by doing these sessions, that's basically talk therapy. It's a very I'm condensing that a lot because basically what they do in these sessions is you audit me. And so I'm the person who has all the thetans. And as my auditor, you ask me questions. When's the last time you felt depressed? And I'm holding these cans, these like metal tubes. And I say, well, I guess it was this morning. And you say, okay, I see a blip. And so the meter is, the little thing is moving. And you say, well, tell me about that. What did you think about? And I tell you, oh, well, I thought about when my rabbit died. And it blips again. And you say, okay, well, tell me the image that you see in your head when you see the rabbit dying. And so they believe that by talking over and over through it, and they probe and they probe and they, they pick at it until you get to the exact thing. And then they make you say it over and over. Tell me the story again. 
And they're taking notes the whole time. It's also all recorded. And they're watching this meter. And the more, and until the meter stops moving, that's when they believe you've released that Thetan, that evil thing. You let it go. And now you feel clear and you feel lifted of that burden of having this depression or this sadness or this anxiety or this um, childhood trauma or whatever. You feel unburdened by it. Now, this is the thing I think is interesting. Psychologically speaking, that's talk therapy, right? Like, let's go back to this traumatic thing that you experience yeah, but and let's not talk in about the it. Aggressive way. In the aggressive way, it becomes like talk, talk therapy to almost like exposure in the worst way. Correct. But because you just become desensitized to the trauma. Correct. And it works for some people. Now, the issue that I was talking about before is that once people go clear, you can't really, that's the highest level. So sure, you can still be an auditor, right? As a person who's clear, you can still audit other people and you can get a higher a job and a higher level in the church or whatever. There's other things you can do, but there's not a lot that you can do from this, you know, from the audited side to be a contributor as in you're still whatever. So basically you're encouraged to still have thetans. So it's very difficult to become clear because- the people that are auditing you want to find more. They want to find issues. They want to find those things to pick at because they, and I'm boiling this down too, and this is my personal opinion. This isn't fact, obviously, but they're taking notes. Everything's recorded. At the end of the day, let's think about John Travolta, right? He's getting audited three, four times a day, five days a week. They have stacks. I mean, this the, it's all recorded. It's all written down. Every, what's the worst thing you've ever done? You know what I mean? And all that stuff is noted and all that stuff is recorded. So at the end of the day, the Church of Scientology has the most blackmail on pretty powerful people and also no, not powerful people. But if you know the worst things about people, I mean, there's literally a tenant in the bylaws of the church that says, this is not um, an exaggeration at all. It's like, you know, it's in there. You can find it verbatim. I don't know it verbatim, but there's a tenant that says if someone, and I'm not using all the right words, but if someone diverges from the church. So if you say, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Like this is fucked up. And you leave. There's a tenant that says you find out what's most, you look back into their charts from their auditing. You find out what's most important to that person and you take it away until they come back. So like, for instance, if it's a person, like there was, there was an example of a person for whom their wife was the most important thing. So they had their wife stalked for two years during her pregnancy, dur like during the birth, like a hundred percent of the time, any day or night, there was someone recording their home. They like for two years, they had, uh, they rented the apartment across the street and had a camera just openly in the window, just recording this person's you know what I mean? Like they find the thing that's most important to you and they pick at it and they pick at it and they pick at it. So it's basically just very high price blackmail. But the Elrond stuff is vaguely interesting because he was an insane person. But oh, yeah, his death is what I was telling you. Sorry about all the Scientology talk. I've just like been watching the things. Um, but he so once you reach going clear, you are believed that you've gotten rid of all your Thetans. And there's all different kinds of Thetans. As I told you, you could have them inside you. You could have them on you. you could, they could be physical. They could be mental. They could be emotional. There's all kinds of different Thetans, things that ail you or whatever. Um, and so at the end, Elrond asked one of the engineers that was kind of hired by the church 
he said, you know, I believe I have a physical Thetan that I need to dispel. And I need you to build something that will dispel it. And I believe that, and he's the founder of this church. He's the most important person, right? He's like, I believe that, no one says no to him. I believe that the only way to do that is to just destroy this physical form so that no more Thetans can come onto it or in it. So in a belabored way, he asked this man to create a suicide device. And the man asked him, I mean, he's, he's interviewed in this documentary. The man asked Elrond, do you want me to create a machine that will kill you? You want to die. And he said, well, yes, I want to dispel this physical, physical body. I'm ready to descend or ascend ascend. into whatever. And so he basically, he, the guy says it in this interview, he builds a Tesla coil to basically scare him, you know, to give him a good jolt, but scare him or whatever. And well, that he, would take, I mean, that inherently Tesla coils don't shock you because you're grounded. So he would have had to not been grounded. Well, no, but obviously he built some kind of machine sure. that whatever, so that the bolt would travel through him and then would uh, whatever. I don't know how Tesla coils work, but that's what he basically modified a Tesla coil. Um, and so he did get shocked and whatever. And it somehow he, it worked and he died. And so at this huge thing, that's bit, let's think of it as like Scientology Oscars. The new head of it comes out and it says he's all happy and he's like, yeah. And, you know, Elron, he, you know, he ascended to the highest height, the highest order, higher than going clear of our whatever. And he left his physical body yesterday at whatever a time. And everyone's just like cheering and so happy. And they all get up and they salute him. It's very like Hitler-esque, you know, and they're like, and it, I mean, Tom Cruise is in a lot of these videos on stage with this, you know, main guy. Mm-hmm. And they all look at this huge, it's very like um, communist where the, there's a, like a huge yeah. like poster on the wall of his face and everybody looks at him and it, like salutes that kind of shit. It's very fucking creepy. It's very interesting. If anyone's into that, Going Clear is on HBO so, Max. To distill down your, your distillation. I'm so sorry. Um, Do you hate me? No. Um, Was any of that Scientology is traumatic talk therapy. And once you, yeah, once you get to the, to the highest level to clear, that's when they give you the locked suitcase in a room with like three armed, armed guards and you open it up and you get to read these handwritten notebook pages that has the doctrine of the church on it. And that's what it is, is the story that I told you about Xenu. It's basically a science fiction novel that he never typed. He wrote, hand wrote it and, and they keep it in this locked thing. And you can only access those documents once you're, you know, on one of these highest, le- like, you know, OT8 or whatever. And cool. you to get to OT8, you have to pay. That's the money part is like mm. you have to remember in. Do you remember in Friends that line in in, there's a line in I don't remember what season I apologize in Friends where Joey goes yeah I, some guy uh, told me that I had to pay $60 for them to um, ask me questions and I was like and then if I did it then I'd be like a more famous actor and I was like not into it like he very I mean he alluded to it mm-hmm. in a not really veiled way and it was a it the line was funny I didn't deliver it correctly and also I have no idea what the actual line is look it up but like there is yeah. a line in Friends where he alludes to Scientology, but that and that was in the what, like late nineties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the nineties it was real big. It's less big now. I guess. Don't come at me, Scientology. No, watch the documentary, and you'll be like, I don't want you to come at me. 
It's crazy. Like you're chilling. Just do whatever. I don't, I don't care that much. But is that interesting? I don't know. Anyway, there's a documentary on Netflix. I, you see, I if it was if it were me and I was running this situation, you see, I would want running there to it. Be, not like if I was a part of it and they were like, oh, we need to like we need more like because to Dirt me on you or whatever. No, um, I'm thinking of this this whole religion as more of like um like a fun club, like you know how like clubs you have like a like there's like in a town like a small town. On like the Hallmark Channel, there's like a murder mystery club, and they're like, "Oh, like you you come in and present like this like unsolved thing or like this murder mystery, and this is how they caught or whatever." Um, if I were, if they were like, "Man, these they're getting a little," um, I felt a yawn coming for so long. If yeah, they were like, like totally just <sighs> slow blinking and eyes watering, and I'm like, I'm gonna lose them any minute. Um. If they were like, man, we're really getting tired of these. Like, okay, we know about the Black Dahlia. We know about uh, the same old shit. Yeah, we know we've been having. It's we we get it. We we know like whatever. It was this guy always whatever. Like we need to spice it up. I'd be like, but it was Scientology. I'd be like, let's bring in some spells. Let's bring in some <laughs> some magic. No, let's draw some symbols. You might be interested in this. Like I would be like you spice it up a little bit. Don't have this old tachometer bullshit before before he created science and also i should say it's important people that know scientology that are listening are probably like she she missed the most important thing um he created it because he didn't want to pay taxes that was his whole thing he felt personally uh, attacked by the irs that that's those are pretty good words for that and he felt that they took too much of his income and his entire life goal. Was he like audited or just like he, no, just in general, like he didn't want to pay taxes period. Cause like sometimes that's a lot. And he felt that he should, he shouldn't have to pay taxes. And his life goal was to create a way for him to not have to pay taxes. And so that's why he started this church because churches, churches are tax exempt. Um, nonetheless, uh, you might find it interesting, speaking of magic, that before he created Scientology at all, after he got out of the Navy, before he created Scientology, there's a gap of time where he's like a little less crazy, but still very crazy. And, um, he joined a coven, uh, that followed Timothy Leary. I wrote it down. Um, it was very interesting to me. My ass is asleep. It's fully asleep. The note I wrote is OTO and Parsons research this. What is that? So OTO was the organization. I don't remember what it's, but it's some, it's not, it's not a Wicca coven or something like that, but it's like a, they have an upside down pentagram and they followed Timothy Leary. Who's Timothy Leary? What? I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. No, I don't. That's too much. Yeah, let's he, not. Yeah. He was a sex cult leader who believed that um that he needed hey Siri, to f- who's Timothy Leary? Let's just skip that. Hey Siri. Don't be rude to me. Let's just skip this, he says, about me. Let's just skip this. Just wave in my direction, bitch. Hey Siri. Who is uh-huh. Timothy Leary? Francis Leary was an American psychologist, 
and writer known for his strong advocacy of psychedelic drugs. Would you like to hear more? Yes. Okay. No. Evaluations of Leary are polarized, ranging from bold oracle to publicity hound. He was a hero of American consciousness, according to Allen Ginsberg, and Tom Robbins called him a brave neuronaut, but to Lewis Menand, it was a put on. The only things Leary was serious about were pleasure and renown. Can I just do mine now? Because mine is they where didn't it's hear at. any of that. If you're curious, it didn't. It didn't breach. The, I know. Uh, I told you to put it near the thing. Anyway, uh, it just ba- the in- the internet just said that he's basically like um, a theologist and a psychologist who's great, which is crazy. Look it up later, will you? But I'm gonna tell you right now. Is that what it said? He's a cult leader who believed that if he had sex. He needed to find the perfect woman to have sex with to impregnate her with um, Satan's heir. Magic? What do you call that person? The uh, Antichrist. The sec- yeah. The Antichrist. That's what he believed. He believed that sex magic with the correct woman could bring about the Antichrist. And. With, but just with him specifically? Correct. Oh. He believed himself to be some kind of deity. Uh, whatever. That's cool. And so this guy, Elron, were they in, pals? Was in that cult for oh. a, for a minute, and then was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into my you own thing Creed, with science fiction." What Creed from The Office says. No, I don't. I've been in many cults, <laughs> and sometimes it's a little bit more fun being the follower. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So there you go. Could be oh, a pull you know quote what else from I L. Ron Hubbard that. <laughs> That has nothing to do with um, Scientology. Cause yeah, let's, another... get, let's get into whatever that is. Because <laughs> the other thing that I watched that did have to do with Scientology was Leah Remini's Yeah, um, She kind of grinds docu-series. my gears like her voice for some reason. Me too, me too, me too. Um, me too. My final thoughts. Um, On Scientology. Yeah. And this whole thing. Um, cool TV show. I can't believe you didn't already know Fun Club. <laughs> Don't say that. Bring, bring in um, spells and magic. <laughs> Um, get out the old like let's let's make it I think you need to break down your pyramid structure a little bit more like like don't have so many levels no it's really like, funny. simplify your levels a little bit bring in magic it's funny robes how, I think that would probably be helpful how Parks um, and Rec did the thing where, where it was like organize it because that's what um, Dianetics was it was basically mm-hmm. like a textbook about how to simplify your life and then somehow it became that's cool I think it's crazy. I think, I mean, it's a fun, fun idea. So something that has nothing to do with Scientology that I just cool watched. Guy. Enola Holmes. Did you watch that? No. Netflix? No. Original movie? I haven't watched it. You I've should. Been, oh, I've been watching The Mandalorian as well. You should watch, um, how, what? Huh? What's our time? Uh, we're in an hour. Okay. Um, just because we're not going to get to some of the stuff that I We're not going to get to most That's of it. That's fine. Um, sorry. Sorry. That's all right. So um, this episode, uh, Enola Holmes, True what? Blood, Grease, L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> Please don't name it that. I'm very serious. But anyway, why? Enola Holmes. Oh, because the yes. Scientologists. Can you please? God, why do you care so much about them? Can you? I know, but because do they do they murder people? Be, yes, they do. Be, dis, disappear people. Disappear them. Why? Because you love me, just let's... But the other thing that I watched was Enola Holmes. It's a movie. Who has that song? Oh, Celine Dion. Um, is it? I don't know. What yeah, it is. 
It's Celine Dion. Um, it has Millie Bobby Brown, who you taught me about the Drake part. Yeah. Which I didn't that's know. A all, fun, that's a fun video. So all you I know about her is the... Um, Wait, what's that other video you sent me? Oh, I wanted to get into that, and I'm going to put it on next week's. Um, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm, yeah, got it. Okay. Who are you talking about? Um, oh. Yeah. Am I but not supposed time. to say? Or am yeah, I, because Am I scared no, no, of no, his because, name, too? No, 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 you're not, but for next time. I just want to keep the suspense going. I want people to be like, ooh, what are they, you know what I mean? Because I think oh, that's a good, you know. It's a person. Because that's hilarious. Oh, then. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Did you watch the whole thing? You? Yeah. The whole thing. Just. No, 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 no. The hour and whatever. Oh, I didn't watch the podcast. I watched like the first 30 minutes and it was difficult. Like by 30. I watched five minutes of it. By 30 minutes. I was I like. So irritated. I have I to so die. Bored. Yeah, for sure. Um. So anyway, no. Um, in no, Oklahoma. Homes- hold on. Just. God. No, no, just. I just said a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be really good for our auditory listeners I, I, well as opposed if you're to a the video visual listener, listener. hey because <laughs> they're in a window <laughs> oh, they're no. there with l ron hubbard i know you just scared me so much anyway um <laughs> millie bobby brown uh, i know she does the other thing that i don't watch stranger things yeah i, I don't know anything that. okay cool i don't know anything about What's, that that's based on um the <laughs> that um show i found out recently is like based on this project that the united states did like several years ago oh i don't know anything like um interdimensional stuff Ooh, i'd like that yeah i forget what it's called they almost called it the name of the project but then for reasons like the maybe the government was like yeah don't you can't use our military project name for that but like like the be like the i don't know i don't know a lot about it but like the being that um it is a problem in stranger things like the i don't understand i don't know i haven't watched it but that thing is based on like actual descriptions of people that people have had of this project well she's freaking gorgeous which i didn't know you know because i whatever um and then also the guy from the witcher what's his name uh henry cavill oh say it again i'm a little wet um henry cavill is Um, unlike what video did i (laughs) you said do you need a towel oh yeah because it was a tiktok thirst trap of (laughs) the most nerd who has like a little bit of a little bit of ab i was like oh i'll I'll show you this thirst trap (laughs) and then he said do you need a towel towel? and she said do you mean a tissue (laughs) um yeah so henry cavill i need a towel you know what i mean um but so he plays sherlock holmes and the guy that plays Finnick. don't remember his name i don't know his name that blonde guy he plays secrets that guy secrets yeah he has i haven't dealt in anything as common as money money in years just just so much teeth (laughs) and there's always space between Mm. them i deal in secrets i deal in and then he eats a sugar cube (laughs) they're supposed to be for the horses but just yeah. get out of here. Um, that guy plays Sherlock Holmes. I don't want to be in kind of way about it, but I hate how he died in the Hunger Games. So irritating. So terrible. Well, terrible, but also. So um, they played I mean? the three Sherlock children, or the three Holmes children, and Enola is the girl, and it's a real. It's who, I, who's the other? Who's the third? Him. I don't remember his name. No, but but what's the name? There's Sherlock. The, this Enola, new one, and, then and I don't the remember his one? name. George. No, but he's basically like the bad one. George he's the Holmes. bad seed. He's the bad seed. Like the black sheep? 
Yeah, he's like the one. Is that one... racist? Mm, I don't. Maybe. Are there black sheep? Yes. Really? Are they're... they uncommon? They're more uncommon, and they're um, used for different things what do in you... animal husbandry. I don't know. What do you? Well, you can, can you... shear Ooh. them. Get into it. You can shear them, and then black wool. Oh, which... that's cool. Like a new, a different sweater, a sure. different color sweater. That's right. And then you don't have to die. Interesting. I wonder if it, I mean, there is no the true, times, there's no true black in wolves. hair color though, right? Yeah, there is. It's, it's a melanin. No, but I thought hair color was only, I mean, maybe just humans, but there's no true black in hair color for humans. It's just a dark, dark brown. Oh, I don't know about that. That's I have for no sure. information. That's for sure real. Well, I don't remember his name. They play the three um, Holmes children. And it's, I, I was, I remember when it first came out on Netflix, I was like, oh, I should watch that. And then for however many months since then, I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that. Maybe a month. But then I was like, you know what? I'll watch it. And it's actually really good. Like, really good. I would say like five out of five. I liked it a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, How about out of 10? Nine. It's hard to get a 10 out of 10 for me. How about. Out of 20. I don't want to just double it. Out of 20, I would give that movie like a 17, 16, 16 let's or just, 17. Let's go back to that one episode. Like, let's just um, allude back to it. Out of a thousand, what would you what would you rate it? Enola Holmes, the Netflix original movie. Out of a thousand, I would rate it. Honestly, like an 894. And really what would high. you, so for reference, what would you, so your favorite movie is? Oh, God. What came to mind? The Red Violin. And what would you rate that on a scale of a thousand? I don't know. 900. Even? Yeah. 907. So there's no film that's a thousand out of a thousand that I've seen. Yeah. No. A thousand out of a thousand. No. Yeah, I agree. Most most are pretty forgettable. I'm not gonna lie. I can't think of the last movie I've seen. Hocus Pocus, I guess. You can't think of the last film you saw all the way through. Hocus Pocus, and that was medium. I have seen f- four in the last two days. Four movies. Um, yeah, Enola Holmes is really, really good. If you have been reluctant to watch it or you saw it and you thought, mm, I don't know, I would say a uh, recommendation from this girl right here. 894 out of 1,000. Watch that film. Where, sorry. where even was your leg? <laughs> it just bumped into me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think that for now. I think it's just it's on the ceiling. I, You're just propping <laughs> your leg on the ceiling. I think for now we save the rest. And... We you never want to have, stop now. I think, okay. and I think we never have enough com- content. But I have enough content for the next for the next one. Yeah, like we didn't get is to there, a lot. Is there one more thing, maybe? Because I started a little bit early, so maybe it's not like. Well. Oh, do you real? Uh, I don't know how quick this would be, but out of state travel restrictions. Do you want to read that thing to me so that I know now? Oh yeah. So a little bit of news. Well, I mean, people are going to know where we live now. Oh, well, don't say the state. Just read the well, restrictions. Well, no, but they can just figure out. Yeah, sure. That's whatever. If they want to Google it, that's up to them. Uh, all right. Let's see. I wish I hadn't taken this out when I did. I thought I was going to I know. I really it. need to pee, too. Um, oh, titties. 
so anyone visits for who visits our state from another state must have a negative COVID nineteen test within 20, uh, seventy two hours prior to entering our state. How are they going to police that? So let's just Every go through. Road? Let's just okay, let's just go, go ahead, through. Please. If someone cannot get a test or chooses not to, they must quarantine for fourteen days. People who live in our state, yins of some kind, I or ites. Ins or ites visiting other states are required to have a negative COVID test within 72 hours prior to their return or to quarantine for 14 days. So if you're a resident and you return, you also have to do that. Order does not apply to people who commute to and from another state for work or medical treatment. Yeah, I don't understand I don't how under- they're going to police that. I guess maybe they expect workplaces to. Right, I don't that's really think. I don't know. But, I mean, I know of a lot of workplaces around here that wouldn't even care. Or they're like, we need you to work more than we care about this. Right. Unless there's some sort of, like, you have to submit this. I have a friend who's supposed to be coming up for lunch tomorrow from out of state. And I don't, I haven't spoken to her again. So I don't don't know know what the, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean. I need to pee something. It's we're peaking again. There, I mean, there is some irrefutable stuff. I think we all need to be careful and be safe. Mm-hmm. Protect yourselves and protect the people around yeah. you. Yeah, and I've been listening to more podcasts where, like, I mean, let, let's all be real. We're all exhausted of this. I mean, everyone's yeah. tired of having to do this. We're of getting course. into the winter months. I mean, just alcoholism, nicotine addiction, depression, suicide rates. Everything is up. Anxiety. I mean, those deaths, I mean, those deaths are important, too. So, I mean, you know, I I hear a lot of people talking, you know, like, if we continue this, like, I mean, do we, you know, just because they're COVID deaths, are they more important than those deaths that are related to this? And I mean, it's an interesting question, but I mean, I guess try your best to seek out resources as you need them for yourself. You know, no one else is responsible for you outside of yourself. And that's just life, unfortunately, you know? Um, But yeah. And and I mean, as best you can, you know, it's, I don't, I don't want to be any kind of way about it, but with the weather recently where we live and stuff like that, it's, I feel, I notice people being more down the, the sun sets at, noon it feels like (laughs) (laughs) and yeah but you know but also hey for sure you know wear a mask and continue living your life to the best way that you can not only not only for yourself but for the people that you come into contact with and and for the people that you care about because because whether or not you're susceptible or yeah you know maybe in very good health um, you will come into contact pe- with people who are not, who are not yeah. as in good health or who are, who are more who, susceptible and than there's you. There's no and, way to really know based on anything that you see about that person, what their situation is. So they could be the youngest person, but they have an immunodeficiency. An auto, yeah, an autoimmune disorder or something like, you know, so yeah, I mean, we just, just all have to do our parts it's not, and, it's, yeah. and it's going to be, it's been difficult it's going and, to continue yeah. to be difficult. And, and I so, think yeah. that you make a really good point. Seek out the resources that you need. If you need resources, yeah. they, they are available. To, you have to, I mean, you have to advocate You for have yourself. to be your own advocate yeah. in life. And, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, we all, I think, 
I mean, we all forget that from time to time. I mean, I forget it myself. I'm like, hey, for sure, I don't have to do everything alone forever. Um, although I'm, I, I'm a person more prone I'm, to yeah, do that than I'm, any yeah, other person. For sure, I have a problem asking for help for some reason. I feel like I owe everyone everything if I ask them for help. But um, yeah, you have to be your own advocate, and you know, you have to understand. Hey, for sure, especially if I don't want to be any kind of way. But if you live by yourself and like have no con, like. You just do your work like if, if what I'm envisioning is like someone sitting in their apartment in New York or L.A. and they just get DoorDash or like go to the grocery store every three weeks and just get a huge grocery store. And like that's the only time you see other people like you do your work and like Zoom or whatever. But and like you just don't need your it's, that's not healthy. That's, no. like, that's not how humans are supposed to live. Yeah. I mean, it's detrimental yeah. to your psyche. Like it's you detrimental have to, to your I physical mean, health. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. You know, be your own advocate. And yeah. And I think a good piece of advice, not only for these very difficult times, is ask for what you need. Yeah. Because if you don't, no one else is going to. For sure. Ask for what you need. Yeah. Get into it. <laughs> yeah. See you guys later. Thanks for coming.